Access denied. Have you ever tried logging into your computer and saw the words access denied or incorrect password or username? Perhaps you forgot your ID number to clock in and you go and punch in one, two, three, four, five, and you hear a funny sound. That means the time clock rejected your time. Perhaps you try to go to a website and you thought you spelled it correctly. But when you get to the site, it says this website does not exist. There's no domain. I'm guilty just as well as we all are. It happens in more instances than it should. Truth of the matter is, we all have some things and people in our lives that we need to have access denied to. We need to stop allowing people to that constantly speak negativity in our lives. Those that think that they have control over you access in our lives see when you give someone access you're giving them permission to be a part of your life for example when you log into the computer with your credentials your username and password by entering those two things it's giving you access to the computer to go online to maybe do payroll, maybe access Google to see a report. Perhaps you need to go into Microsoft Teams to have a meeting. Whatever it is that you need to do on that computer, by entering your username and password, you now have access to do so. And I'll be completely honest, sometimes, especially after being off from work for an extended amount of time, I'm guilty of forgetting my password. And I have to call technology to get them to reset my password. And in many cases, I have to provide them with my name so that they can give me access to what it is I need. It's like that with people. But first and foremost, they have to understand what is access. Access is when you give someone or something the ability to go into the system or be a part of you. I believe one dictionary says it like this. You have to evaluate what it is that is in your life and see why do they need such access in your life. Now, 
I'm a firm believer that God connects people together for reasons. And sometimes these people are only meant to be in your life for a season. And in many cases, sometimes these seasons expire and we as a people try to push the season further when God has said, hey, that's not what it is. The access is no longer granted. You see, we have to be mindful and careful of the people that we give access to in our lives. Truth of the matter is this. Not everyone deserves access to you. Some may say that's harsh, but it's true. Everybody and everything that's connected to you does not need access to you. And the reason why I say that is because sometimes you have to preserve your oil. You're going to have to preserve your oil because every battle that you're invited to does not mean you have to fight. You know, you can fight those battles silently. See, just the other day, I had someone come into my home. Someone who no longer has access to me. They can no longer control me. They can no longer boss me. They can no longer tell me what I can and cannot do. The connection is over. It's been broken. Ties have been severed. But they thought that because they used to have access to me, that they still had access to me and that they still have access to me. And what they did to me in the past, they can do to me in the present. But I had to serve notice, not only to the enemy, because I know that whatever spirit was vexed in their body was not a spirit of God that was coming at me. So I had to declare and decree that you are in my house and you will not talk to me that way. You cannot come into my house. You cannot tell me what it is I can and cannot do in my house. There's the door, you may exit. Yeah, it seemed mean. Yes, it felt harsh saying that. But you have to understand that you have to take back access that people may think that they have. When you're playing that video game or you're on your computer and you're doing whatever it is that you need to do and for whatever reason something happens and you have to call someone to remote in to help you, you're giving them access to control your computer, control your game, control your phone. That's what it's like when we come up against these people. You see, they come into our lives and then they try to take control over us. They try telling us that this is what you need to do. This is what you're going to do. But truth of the matter is, once you say click, access denied, 
cancel, they can't boss you. They can't tell you what it is you need to do anymore. And the first thing is with that is you have to want better for yourself. You have to be able to see that this person is no longer attached to me. That God has removed this person from me for whatever reason. And I'll be absolutely honest. In some cases, it's going to hurt like hell when you've been accustomed to something or someone for so many years, and then all of a sudden the access has been denied. Yeah, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. And truth be told, if we evaluate, if we do self-evaluations every day, every week, or even every month, we can evaluate these people and these things that have access to us because it's not worth our energy. It's not worth the stress. It's not worth the pain. It's not worth the heartache that we may have or feel or experience while going through these trials and tribulations, these highs and these lows. When you feel like talking to me, you feel like talking to me. When you're good and drunk, that's when you wanna treat me any old kinds of way. The truth of the matter is I'm here to serve notice that your access has been denied. If we look at this thing from access denied part two, as I was stating, if we look at this thing from access denied from the spiritual standpoint, we have to go back into the Bible and look and see when Jesus was with the disciples. And he knew that someone was going to deny him, deny Christ. He already knew that one of those boys wasn't all that they cracked up to be, wasn't all that they said that they would be. And truth of the matter is, Jesus already knew who he was dealing with. You know, not because he was the son of God, but he knew his circle. And that's what we have to know. We have to know our circle. We have to know who we're connected to. We have to know their gifts. We have to know their talents. We have to know their strengths. We have to know that their weaknesses. And we also have to know if a situation was to pop off, who's going to go left and who's going to go right? Who's going to help me fight this battle? Who's, and I don't mean physically fight, I mean literally pray. Who's going to help help me call on the name of Jesus when all hell is breaking loose in my life? Who's going to help me you, pray over myself when I need a financial breakthrough? Who's going to help me pray over me when I need hands laid on me? Yes, I can do it myself, but the Bible declares that when two or three are gathered, See, sometimes it's not about physically gathering, but it's about just having somebody sending a text and be like, hey, sis, can you pray for me? And it's already done. But see, Jesus didn't have that with those disciples because he knew that one somebody was going to betray him. They were going to deny him. And guess who it just happened to be? It had to be good old Peter. He sat at the table with Jesus. Not only did he sit there with Jesus, but he ate with Jesus. He ate the Last Supper with Jesus. Can you imagine how Jesus would have felt? 
let's look at it this way. Hanging out with my friends, my homies, my coworkers, whomever. We're having dinner together. Let's say it's the last time we meet before we go on vacation for the school year. And lo and behold, somebody at that table go and tell somebody what happened. And then twist it and turns it to make it like we all were against them in the first place. I'll be absolutely honest with you. I'd be furious. I'd be pissed off. And truth of the matter is, in the natural, I'd be ready to throw some bowls. I'd drop some bowls on them. Because you're not going to sit here and go run your mouth and talk about what was said. Because if you're with me, then you should know me and know that I don't do mess like that. I don't keep mess going. So why are you going to go talk about the situation? Why are you going to go try to betray me? Why are you going to then go when I confront you and deny everything when everybody already knew it was you? We have proof. That's just what Peter did. When Jesus confronted Peter, he denied it. Jesus already said, you will deny me three times before the rooster crows, before morning. And Peter did just that. See, Jesus was in tune to the Holy Spirit. And see, when you're in tune to the Holy Spirit, you will then know who is able to have access to you and who is not. See, Peter betrayed Jesus and he denied Jesus. So when he he got there, Jesus was like, nah, bro, this ain't even what it is. So please, depart from me. I know you're not. And it's just like that with us. When we die and our souls are going to our resting place, If you deny Jesus, if you didn't do right, if you didn't accept him as your personal Lord and Savior, he's going to say access denied to me. You can't have access to Jesus. You can't have access to the kingdom if you're not going to live right. You can't have access to Jesus. You can't have access to the kingdom if you're going to constantly deny him. Make it make sense. You want to have these abilities and capabilities of things. One, we're not worthy of these things. But Christ saw fit to make us worthy by dying for us. He could have said, you know what? You won't have access to me. You won't have access to God the Father. You won't have access to the kingdom of heaven. Because guess what? I'm not going to die for you. He could have said that. But he didn't. He was sent to give us all access to him. Now what we do to get access and to keep access is up to us. His Bible teaches us what to do. For any life situation, it tells us exactly what it is to do. And truth of the matter is, in this life, 
I don't care if man denies me access. I have been not been denied jobs. I have been denied loans. I have been denied opportunities for whatever reason. But that just made me push even harder. But the one thing I can say I've never been denied access to is God the Father. Because he's my daddy in heaven. He sits high and he looks low. He looks out for his children. I can go on and on and on about why he would not deny me. But there are some things in our lives that he is wanting us to deny access to. If you are in a situation where someone is trying to push you, abuse you, control you, in ways that you don't know how and why, then you need to serve notice on them and let them know that their access is denied. They no longer have access to do those things that they did to you in the past. That was the past. And those things stay in the past. And because you thought, because you had access to me in the past, in this present moment, you don't have access to me. In the future, I don't know what God will have in store, but at this moment in time, your access has been denied. You see, I had to tell someone like this, if you're not pushing me into my purpose, if you're not helping me grow, if you're not encouraging me, if you're not loving me, if you're not inspiring me, if you're not checking on me, if you're not speaking to me in the correct way, if you're not speaking life to me, if you're not being positive to me, if you're not loving me correctly, then guess what? Your access is denied. We need to stop trying to give people access when they don't want access to you. We need to stop giving access to people who no longer want access to me. Treat me how you want me to be treated. Love me the way how you want me to be loved. Show me these things. Don't preach one thing and then, don't preach one thing and then do something else. Because I will tell you like this, it's not gonna work. The Holy Spirit and the God that I serve is going to show me every time just what it is. And your access will be den denied. You see, in this season, since I'm denying access to people, their access has been denied. I have peace. I have stability. I have positivity. I have sanity. And it's all because I rejected access to people who thought they had access to my life. See, once you begin to deny access, once you begin to say access is denied, you begin to have peace. You begin to have stability. 
you begin to have positivity and you will have sanity. See, when people think that they have access to you, they try to take away these things. You can't sleep at night because you're rocking and turning, reeling and a rocking and a rowing, and, and, and you just up pacing because your peace has been taken away from you. Every negative thought pops in your mind because you got this negative speaker, this negative Nancy in your ear, just talking this and talking that. You have stability because you're able to focus on those things that you need to. And you have sanity. You're not going crazy the whole time you was just thinking and wondering what in the world is going on? Why is it like this? Why do they keep hurting me? Hurt people hurt people. Truth of the matter. And if you're continuing to hurt me, then your access has been denied. I'm taking away your rights to me because you can no longer talk to me that way. You can no longer treat me that way. You will no longer hurt me that way. You may be allowed to hurt yourself, but far as me, you can't hurt me. Because when you allow people to have access to you, if it's not where they should be, guess what? It's draining to you. It's draining mentally. It's draining physically. It's draining emotionally. It's draining spiritually. And it's draining your health. The palpitations that you're experiencing, the chest pains that you're having, the asthma attacks, the migraines, the high blood pressure, the snacking that you're doing, that's because you need to cut that access off. And I promise you, once you take that access away, then guess what happens? They no longer have access to you. You have to be able to cut some things off. And when you cut those things off, guess what? Life will become better in which you know it. It will be better. Because when you deny access to people, the strain of them draining you will no longer be there. They will no longer be able to make you struggle. They will no longer have access to you and take away just what you have. But before you deny somebody access, pray about it. Seek God's whole face. It, he's not going to answer right then, but he is going to answer. And what it is he's going to want to do is he's going to want to know about this access. He already knows about it, but he wants you to come to him and talk to him about it. Sit at the feet of Jesus. Tell him all about your troubles. Let him know, God, I believe such and such is draining me. And I believe that they need their access revoked from my life. Talk to him. 
I'm promising you, once you let someone know that God has showed you that their access has been denied in your life, oh baby, they'll begin to treat you differently. You're going to have to get firm with the thing. You're going to have to let them know. Guess what? In the last season, yeah, we did it like that. But in this season, we're not doing it this way. It's a new me and it's a new season. You can either get on board or you can get off board. The choice is yours. There's the door. See your way out. Stop allowing these people to spill milk at your table. See, when he said in his word, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. That's just simply saying that there's some people that's sitting at your table that has access to you that's not really there for you, but they're your enemies. And God has prepared a table of blessing, of blessings, of blessings to come out over you. And these people are going to see it. And guess what? They're not going to be able to hang with it. Stop giving access to them. Let it go and move forward and keep on keeping on. Let somebody know that today is the day that access has been denied, especially if they're causing hurt, harm, or danger to your life. Get away from it. And there's nothing wrong with seeking help. There's nothing wrong with talking with somebody. And there's definitely nothing wrong with talking with God our Father because he is holy. And he's going to give you everything that you need. He's going to show you all that you need. Trust and believe his word. Stand on his word and let people know that access has been denied and they no longer have access to you. This has been Harriet with I Love You to Life, and I am my sister's keeper. I do love you guys to life. I said it kind of backwards, but I do love you all to life. And this is I am my sister's keeper with Harriet. There's some new things that's going to be coming soon, more blogs that's going to be um, pod that's going to be written, more podcasts that's going to be said. Um, truth of the matter is, I just have to push myself to get on board. Because some of these people that had access to me, I felt like they were holding me back. And now I feel like I'm in my season where I got to give you all that God has given me. And it's only up from here. So be on the lookout. There's some things that's going to happen. There's some things that's going to transpire. And most importantly, there's going to be some things that you're going to enjoy. And there's some things that we need. So love, love everybody regardless if you have access to them or not. Continue to love them. Continue to just be you and operate in the will of God.